Welcome everyone to the Authentic As Fuck podcast. My name is San. I am a marketer and storyteller. And in this podcast, I work with members of my community to kind of coach them through branding, marketing, storytelling. And today we have Stephanie Lau. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. Hi, San. Thank you so much for uh, inviting me to your podcast. Thank you. Thank you for joining all the way from Hong Kong, right? Yes, are you, yes. Are you from Hong Kong? Okay. So let's start with that. Do you want to kind of give a quick intro about yourself, what you do, where you're from? Yeah. So um, I'm Stephanie from Hong Kong. And right now I'm building a Twitter community with uh, coaches and consultants. And I call them superhuman. So the whole brand, it's called the superhumans community. And what we do is we give them different resources to help them monetize their superpowers, meaning their expertise in a very gamified experience. Because I think most people, or in, including myself, like business is kind of more like challenging or, you know, like it's about hustling, but I want to make it into something very fun. So it's like you're playing while working. So this is the, the whole idea, the whole concept. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Okay. So <laughs> it's like, a, it's almost like, a, a, is it like an app? Um, so it is more of a Discord channel where I combine community, mastermind, and also a software, right? So, because um, I've like done a lot of research and I think people on Twitter specifically, they really want to gain more followers. They really want to gain a lot more engagement so they can build that expertise and credibility specifically. So with the software, we help them to get more engagement. So that is part of what this whole uh package or this whole product is all about mm -hmm. but also people love to connect they love to make friends on twitter specifically i don't mm -hmm. know why it, it's a thing it's a it's a it's a cultural thing so uh we run different activities uh networking parties to help them you know like get oh, connected okay. and then also give them more chance to collaborate and, and partner together okay so do you have uh, any questions or like where where are you in your business? Do you have any questions that you have, you want to start with? Yeah, hundred percent. Actually, today is a very good day because today is the soft launch of the uh, community. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah so you, you can uh, you can plug it if you want. What what? How do they? How do we find you? Oh uh, yeah. So you can reach me out. Um, you know, my personal account is called the Stephanie Lau, and for the uh, on Twitter. Yeah, on, on Twitter. Twitter. On Twitter. Okay. Yeah. And then for the brand, it's called Hey Superhumans. Um, yeah, if you Got search it. it, and then you can you can find us. I'll put the link in the, yeah. in the show notes. That would be awesome. Yeah, so today okay. is uh, it's the first day of the soft launch. Obviously, bucks here and there, um, <laughs> as usual. And um, But I think what I've been like really happy with with all that is because we got like a wait list, and today we got a lot of people coming in um, into our community and some people engage, some people hasn't engaged much. So I think a couple questions that I would love to, um, get some advice from you is how can we make a community specifically on discord, very engaging that people want to come back every day and engage with not just me, but most importantly is engaging with other members, right? That would be the first question. Yeah. I guess just just to kind of give you an idea, the engagement on any platform, whether it's like your own community or Facebook group, Discord, or even publicly Twitter or whatever, 
I the the engagement rate is going to be low no matter what, right? Because not because there's like uh, I think they say something like, you know, only one out of ten people, um, like only only one out of ten people actually will engage. Mm -hmm. like, what what one out of ten people who who consumes content will actually engage. The nine out of ten of them are usually lurkers, right? That means they're reading. They're getting information. They're consuming one way, yeah. but they're not going two ways. So the expectation for engagement should always be lower than what most entrepreneurs expect it to be. Yeah. Right? So that's just right off the bat. So if you have 100 members, you should be expecting about 10, 10 of them to be engaging. Right. right. <laughs> so, well, for, first of all, if you have 100 members that are active, because you might get a hundred people to sign up. That doesn't mean all hundred people are coming in and actually, hundred percent, yeah. like like people are busy and things like that. So whatever number that you have that are actually active, you should expect about ten percent of them to actually leave comments and things like that, right? Right. right. Um. So, I guess I want to first ask you, like, uh, are the people in the community people you know, or like, do you know them, or are they just like total strangers? Okay, so maybe I share with you a bit of the whole process or the whole journey of how this community starts, right? So a um, couple months ago, like in January, um, actually I've been uh, building a wait list uh, of people wanting our service. And we have about like 400 people on the wait list. I've been starting to accumulate them since... December last year, so it has been like five months. And around January, I found a co-founder and finally we can develop this community plus software, right? And in February and also March, I have done two times, uh, you know, publicly asking people to be our beta testers because we definitely need people to really test out the software, whether it works right. And we have about, in total, we have about like 60 people um, being our beta testers. And what we decided to offer them is they will get lifetime access using, you know, whatever we have, and then we'll keep upgrade, they will still be inside us. Um, so at the beginning, the idea is just to make it as a software. Right, just a software for people to engage, exchange comments, and then they use the comments to, to blast it out. So everybody gain more engagement. That is the um, whole idea because it's like an um, infinite sum game, right? And mm -hmm. as we're testing it, uh, technically it works. However, we realize that people are not really engaging much because they don't know each other, right? I mean, technically it works, but People just like, I don't know who you are, so I don't want to engage with you. Then we're like really struggled because we don't want to run a community because running a community really takes time and really takes effort, right? But I think we had to do this because otherwise no one uses the software because our software is very, um, it, it's it's about the people. It's not just everybody uses software, but it's like a Facebook or it's like another social media platform where there's like network effects. So the more people use it, the more powerful it is, right? So we have to add in the community element. So I decided to, you know, put it in the Discord and then start, uh, you know, like trying to engage with people. But we don't have much content. Like I don't have a 
online course. I, I don't want to make it like so structural with the program, the online course. So um, it's more of, you know, like exchanging ideas or discussing different topics that they have, right? And some people obviously are not so engaging already. Maybe it's because they do have a common idea, which is to make more friends and get more engagement. But in terms of content, it's not like there's a syllabus where everybody can follow and then I can ask questions based on the syllabus. Anyways, um, then I think we had last time we had like a chat, right? And you shared the importance of having the first 100 people that I really should know them because they are the building blocks or they are the founding members of the community and they will build the right culture. So later, it's like me replicating myself 100 times, right? With this core mm-hmm. 100 people. So I keep mm-hmm. in mind with this idea. And the next day I made a big move, uh, a quite bold move. I, I messaged 60 of them, like personally, I asked them, hey, um, in two weeks time, we are going to launch it. We're going to have all newcomers joining. Um, this is our vision. And I really want you guys, because you guys have been following us for, for a long time. You guys have been helping us. And we really want, you know, to, to, to have you guys as the founding members to really build a strong, you know, like family bond culture so that when people come in, like they, they really feel the, the love inside, right? And I message each of them and I ask them to write, you know, inside the chat, like, how can you, how can you contribute to the community and what do you want to gain from the community, right? And if you don't reply these two questions by certain date, I will kick you guys out. I literally said that because it's no point if you just keep seeing notifications, but if you're not responding, that is uh, really damaging the brand. And because uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I don't think you should have done that by the way. But continue. <laughs> yeah, because um, what one of the challenge we're facing is because the software, um, it it requires everybody to use it. If someone if one party is using it and the other party is not using it, it will affect the active ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I decided to, you know, if you're, if you don't want to be active, like, um, yeah, Let, let's give us, you're going to have to fix that because right off the bat, I can tell you that majority of people are not going, not going to, right. Here's the thing, right? So I have a community night on nation, yeah. obviously, you know, and, you know, my mom, my sister, and my wife is in it. None of them engage. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you're you're gonna like and and then like I just went to New York two weeks ago, and I'm in this mastermind group, and this it was this was like a meeting with 14 people, and in that room I found out that three of them are in my membership, and they yeah. came they they're like son I'm I love your content they're like I'm a you know fan and blah 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 blah. But you know what I found out? All three of them didn't even know about Sunday service, small group meetings. Like, they didn't know. Like, this is how people are. Everyone is busy living their own life, right? So we can't expect people to, like, we can't expect people to be involved in our thing, mm-hmm. like, that much, right? So it's it's not, like, it's, it's similar to you, right? Like, yes, we have this relationship and, you know, you you, you want to learn from me. That doesn't mean you want to join a small group and you want to like you're going to keep coming to every small group for 11 weeks. True. Do you understand what I mean? And this is just like we we need to we need to think about how we are 
in the Facebook groups that we belong to. How many Facebook groups do you belong to, right? How many communities do you belong to? How many, like, how many subscriptions like Netflix, Hulu Plus that you have that you don't even open, right? Yeah. That's the reality of things. So we can't, I think you're going to have to assume that majority of the people are not going to engage. And that's okay. Mm. Like, like you just, but you still need to create a place for them. And right. then, you know, make sure that, you know, you're getting the most out of the people that are engaged then, you know. So don't, I don't want you to expect that. I want you to expect that minority of people are going to engage. And most of the people won't. And though, how can we, how can we, how can you gamify this so that eventually, maybe not next month, maybe not six months from now, maybe not a year from now, eventually these people will come here, right? Right. Yeah, because I'm not sure. If but you don't want to kick them out. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. That's definitely I, I, not I the think, right uh, way. I, um, I, I kind of, yeah. Because I, I think back then I was feeling I only want to serve 100 people. And if you, and it's each spot is golden, right? specifically it is free for you guys mm. like they take up out like 60 seats right so that means i can only get 40 people in so i think like hey if you're not serious uh, why only 100 people um number one i'm playing the scarcity game and number two i really want to make sure that we got 100 people strong and become our super fan so then next round when we scale to the moon then I, they will help with the community. So the whole idea is we have the founding. Okay, so, yeah, we have yeah. the beta members. So that means you're still in the founding stage. It's kind of like beginning days of Facebook when they you can only join if you're if you have an EDU or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyways, like, like invite so, only or something. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So um, yeah. So right now, like example right like 60 of them like 30 people reply that they want mm -hmm. to stay cool so then they stay right and then today we just open it to the wait list right so whoever wants to join can join by the way sorry I, I think i forgot to give you this important information is this group is free with mm -hmm. let's say with five features for free and then if you want to unlock full access, it will be a paid service. So only the paid ones, I want to work with 100. But for the free group, okay. I welcome everybody as many as possible. I got it. Yeah. So, so you, right now, when you talk about the 60 people, you're, you're talking about those are paying members. Yeah, which they don't need to pay because in return, they help us with building the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but now we don't have 60 because I kicked out 30 already. So now we have 30 mm. people, um, so-called in the paid group. But um, again, um, I think, I don't know if this is the right move anyways. Mm -hmm. um, so today we open it, right? And I, so let, let's say we have like the free and the paid, right? I, for all the ones who, who are the 30, I did not immediately put them into the paid group. I want them to make one more commitment first, which is at least help me promote the group, right? Because mm. if you want to stay, that means you're a founding member and you should, I mean, you, you are the role model for the newcomers, right? Mm -hmm. So I put everybody into the free group 
I mean, with the 30 people, and I privately create another group, uh, another channel, and I tell them, hey, once you help us promote, at least write as a testimonial, right? Because you guys have been here mm-hmm. for a couple months. Once you did that, I immediately put you into the pay group. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I think it's because um, I want to see people. I feel like you're coming up with a lot of, I, I see a lot of like founder mistakes um, because I feel like you're putting a lot of thought into how it should work and this is how it works and this is what we're selling. <clears throat> but what I would love to hear from you first is mm-hmm. what is that huge problem that you're solving? Like, and when I say huge problem, right? Like people are not really going to pay for any kind of service or any kind of thing unless they have like a pain that they need to resolve, right? And that pain has to be big enough that like, oh my gosh, I, 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 you know, I'm, I, I don't have any dates, so I, I need to lose some weight like because, I, you know, I, I'm out of shape. Or like, uh, like, um, like even though, even like the Twitter or Instagram is like blue check mark, right? People like feel that they need that blue check mark or people feel that, so, you know, like, or when you, when you're trying to access this information and you know, like you really like want to, you're like dying to get this information, but it's locked. So you have to pay for it. Yeah. Unless there's like a, unless like a, there's a strong pain or problem that people need to solve, they're not really going to put in any effort. And it doesn't matter if it's free or paid because if it's free, you still need them to engage, right? Yeah. You, you don't want to, somebody to sign up and never show up again, right? Yeah. But so, for somebody to invest that time and do that, there has to be a big enough problem. And I, I want to nail it down to one. When you're starting out, you shouldn't be like, oh, like, uh, like, uh, like, Running a business is boring, so I want to make it fun. Like that's not a big enough of a itch that needs to be scratched that people are gonna willing to jump in, right? Like it, and I'm sure like in in your daily life it's the same thing, right? Like whenever something's not an emergency, you're gonna be like, oh, I'll do it later, and then next week turns into three a month, and that just turns into three months and never, right? So that's kind of how this like this business works. Yeah. So I want to ask you, what is that one big problem that your audience wants to solve like a good example is like i want to get a thousand followers in the next 30 days right that's like a specific enough of a problem that if if you're delivering that people will act do you know what i mean yeah um i think our core problem want to solve is to help them to get more engagement on twitter if this is the if i can only say one but obviously Mm -hmm. we're gonna move we want to. Um, then I then I, I would say you you solve that first before you do anything else. Like even Netflix, right? Why do you think that when Squid Game came out, all these people joined Netflix for, for one specific thing? They just want to watch Squid Games. Yeah. Right. It, but it, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So so it has you have to start with one, and you need to get that one main thing like up and running and just done. And then you can start growing it out. What happens is if you're like, oh, I want, you know, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want it to be a place where you can do this, do this, do then ultimately, you know, you're just going to, it's going to, number one, you're spinning too many dishes at once. You're dividing your attention to all these different things. So it's, you're not, you're going to do not, you're going to do all those things mediocre. And also nobody's looking for that. 
people want want people will join to fix one problem. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I and then later on, you can use that brand to grow and do all this other stuff. That you know the biggest mistakes that I people see is people see something like Mind Valley, they see Jay Shetty's genius community, they see these huge communities, and they try to replicate that. They're like, oh, they're successful, so I'm gonna try to do that, right? I see a lot of beginning freelancers do this, like when they start first start freelancing or first start agencies. They look at Ogilvy, they look at RGA, they look at these big successful agencies, and yeah. they're like, oh, I'm gonna be like them because there's there's there must be something that they're doing right there. That's why they're big, right? And they try to replicate them, but what happens is there's a there, there's a stage of the business where you know, like this stage, and the, there's different stages of a business, yeah. right? And they're already here. But if they started out like that, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, you know, when Tesla first started, they just started with the Roadster. They just started with the most expensive Roadster for, and they just went after the the people with a lot of money who's willing to pay like hundred and something thousand dollars for this kind of car because they they they're just like a motor enthusiasts, okay. And then from their point on, they start grew little by little by little, and now they're more mainstream audience, right? But your first, your early adopt, like there's the like if you look at that curve, like you know, if you look at the curve like of the the customers like this, what happens is all, all during the early age, those are your diehard fans. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Like those people are the ones that was with app let's say apple like from early days these are these are hardcore developers that are going to the apple conf like you know apple developer conference every year they have tattoo rainbow in their arm like those are those people right yeah that's not how apple markets now so if if apple started like trying to do what they're doing now back then yeah that wouldn't have worked right and then there's the yeah. early adopters after that which is you know the ones that are more willing to take the risk and things like that. And then once it gets to a certain size, then you go into slightly into the mainstream audience and things like that. Right now, I get the feeling that you're trying to like do this when you should be doing this. So um, here's a good example. I I, uh, I think the challenge is the, the software, I mean, well, I, before we we talk about software, I don't want to talk about solutions yet. I, I still we're still in the problem, right? Yeah, I mean so, the problem we want to solve is the using the software can solve it, but to get people to use the software, we need the community. But nobody's asking for that. Well, nobody's asking for that. Nobody's asking for community. Nobody's asking for the software. Nobody's. That's what I'm trying to say. When 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 I talk to new freelancers and things like that, it's like I oh I see it in the place the marketplace and the, uh, the problem is that you know all these people they just want logo they just want copywriting but you know like what they really need what these people really need is like brand strategy and they need to be able to work through their brand storytelling and all of that that's what they really need that's what's missing in the marketplace mm -hmm. so that's what i'm gonna do right so they start out they call themselves this brand strategist or they call themselves this like you know i i hope you find clarity or like they, they start out with these things because they think that that's what they need, right? But then, if I go into... now, And that's also what I do. I do brand strategy and brand uh, storytelling in, the, in my agency. But if I go into a networking party and somebody asks me, son, what do you do? And I say, oh, I do brand strategy and brand storytelling for personal brands. I work with them to find clarity, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, that sounds cool. And that's about it. 
Okay. But as soon as I say, what, if, as, as soon as they say, what are you doing? I say, oh, I'm a web designer. They're going to be like, oh, I need a website. Or, oh, I know somebody who needs a website, right? It's because we're not paying attention to what the people are actually asking for. We're only paying attention to what we think they need. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can guarantee you there's nobody out there doing, look, going like, oh, I need to find a community. Or I need to find, a, like, nobody's doing that. Everybody's going like, I need to grow my Instagram. I need to grow my Twitter. That's what people are asking for. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? So unless you have that thing, that's how you get in the door, right? So for me, when we're starting out, I have to say I'm a web designer. We do websites. And then once the customer comes, then we actually we give them a website. But through the experience, we show them that what we do is a lot more than that. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. But you're never going to get people in the door if you're selling all of this. It's kind of like, let's say you're, you're a food court that sells like pizza, hamburgers, sushi, and Chinese food, right? Yeah. And somebody's just looking for really, really, really good sushi, right? Yeah. Do you think they're ever going to go to you? Let's say you have the best sushi in the world. Like, they're still not going to go to you because... What they're looking for is good sushi. They're not looking for a food court. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's similar. Like, um, So what I said before about what freelancers do is freelancer, a lot of freelancers look at Ogilvy, who's a full-service agency, RGA, full-service agency, meaning they do everything from branding, logo, you know, identity, website, you know, social media, blah, blah, blah. And then you know, as a designer, designer can do all of that, right? So when clients come, they're like, oh, yeah, I can do all. I can do your brochure. I can do your logo. I can do your website. I can do your, your, your menu and all of that, right? Who do you think are looking? And then they, these people come to me and say, son, I have a hard time getting, you know, like high-paying good clients. And, uh, and I'm like, who do you think are looking for a full-service agency like that where they're doing everything? They're, it, those companies are either Fortune 500 companies who are IBM who's looking for like Ogilvy or a mom and pop restaurant that just opened that needs a logo menu website and all of that. Right. Yeah. So like, so kind of mid-sized businesses, like the kind of companies that we're working with, like Spotify, American Red Cross, those kind of companies, they already have a logo. They already have all of those other things that what they're looking for is specifically somebody who's expert in website and not only that, but expert in WordPress or expert in something that can just come in and do that part. Right. So a lot of these entrepreneurs that you're, you're taught, you think that want to join your uh, community, they're not going like, Oh, I wish I had a network of entrepreneurs that I can ask questions and get feedback on. Like they're not looking for that. <laughs> they're, they're looking for one thing. They want to grow Twitter. Do you know what I mean? And then once they come in, they see this thing. They're like, oh, this is working. Oh, this, this is helping me grow my Twitter. Then all those other, and then, and then you show them all those other things. Then they're going to be like, oh, okay. They might use it. They might not use it. They might see the benefits of it. But like nobody's asking for that is what I mean. Yeah. I mean, does that make sense to you or do you disagree? Well, uh, I, do you I, think I, people are asking for it? No, I, I think it absolutely, it's absolutely right. I'm just thinking, am I applying what you said in my community? I think, I think you have to be hyper-focused on one thing and get one thing 
running up and running and done and it's working to a point where people are like people that are coming to your community that are using that part yeah says okay this is working i got i gained x number of followers in the next days like proof that it's working once you've done that number one you gain the trust of those audience those members these members are like oh shit this community really works so the next thing that you apply, give them, they're going to they're gonna be more willing to buy into that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think uh, my, two- uh, my, my question is, okay, because right now uh, we're definitely, the, 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 the problem that we're solving is for sure helping people to get more followers and get more engagement. Like this is the, the core problem that we're solving. The next problem is to monetize, uh, monetize but the, the core it's, uh, yeah, what I just said, right? And... Those are two different things, by the way. Yeah. Because there are people who have trouble getting followers, and then there are people who tr- have trouble monetizing, and usually they're not the same people. Yeah. Because the ones that want to monetize can already have followers. Do you understand what I mean? I see a, a, a pair on Twitter is like a lot of... They, they, they think... I think somehow it, it also makes sense is when you have a strong audience space, like enough followers, enough engagement, it is so much easier for you to monetize rather than if you have only one. That's not true. It's not true. Because this is what usually happens. Most people think that followers translate to money. So that's why when you go on YouTube, when you go on Twitter, when you go on Instagram, the, the most popular content is how to get X number of followers in X number of days. <laughs> Right. Like it's it's usually not how to monetize your audience or you know what I mean? So but what ha- what ends up happening is people do that and they grow to a hundred thousand followers, right? And they realize, oh shit, I'm still not making any money. Like why why is that person with ten thousand followers making ten times more money than me? I have a hundred thousand followers. That's the place they get to the that's the next that is a stage that most um most of these entrepreneurs face first, they're like, oh, I'm just going to grow followers, go, 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 go. And then once they get to a follower, only about one out of 10 of them are actually monetizing it, right? Like there are people with 10 million followers on TikTok that, that are still living with their parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and then they get to that point, they're like, how, do, why am I not making money? I have these followers, like I, I had a friend who had a, who, who, had, who grew like 100,000 followers in like a year and on Instagram. And he tried to sell an ebook about how to get how to grow Instagram, and thirty people bought it. Okay. Yeah. So this is the prop, the next set of problem that they they're facing. So now they need to solve that, right? So, but they don't even realize that that's a problem until they get to a hundred thousand followers, right? So, in the beginning, all their focus is how do I get more followers because they're literally thinking that followers equals dollar, but it's not true at all. You know, I, I, I go on IG live sometimes with somebody that has 200,000 followers. And then like only like 60 people show up on the live. Right. Sometimes I go on, on, on IG live with like someone who has 20,000 followers. Right. Like 10 times less followers. And then 400 people show up. Right. That means that, that you know, that means one of them is able to monetize and the other one's not able to monetize because how many meme accounts follow how many accounts do you follow that you would never buy from right yeah and you just you're just following them because like and then how many people that you know that you follow that you're like super fan of 
that you would actually buy from them, right? Those every follower is not the same, right? So, but that's like that's the second set of problem. Like how to that that's now we're dealing with how to monetize, right? Yeah, I, I think. But I don't think. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think like our overall tagline is to ultimately, you know, like help them turn, help them monetize their superpower. Like this is the 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 big thing that we're doing, and. This this was like my solution is kind of in multi. Can I ask you why? What? Why is that your tagline and why is that your mission and why? Why did you choose that as your as the business that you want? Like, let's say, imagine you're in Shark Tank right now, and I'm Kevin O'Leary, and you're yeah. pitching to me for investment on your company, right? Yeah. Tell me why why you chose that uh, the, that problem to solve. And why you're the best person to do it? Okay, it's why too. why um <laughs> why I want to solve this particular problem to help people monetize their expertise is because I see a lot of people around me, like most of my friends, they're doing mm-hmm. a nine to five job that they really hate, and I think they're mm-hmm. really wasting every single moment in their life. And I truly mm-hmm. believe we all have. And expertise, I would call it a superpower that we have inside. Mm-hmm. And I think our superpower can definitely impact the world and even like save the world in small mm-hmm. or big impacts, right? So, mm-hmm. what if we could find somebody that they think our solution is very important to the problem, and if they can tap into that and they can help people to solve problems, they can absolutely mm-hmm. make a lot of money, and they will feel their playing while working because to them it's mm-hmm. so easy to use that superpower right and i want mm-hmm. to see more people using what they are good at their gift to serve the world mm-hmm. instead of working for somebody else that they are very bored with with, with what they're doing okay and why are you the best person to do this uh, like well. <laughs> i i literally see hundred thousand people out there that does that that are saying, oh, like, you know, like turn your superpower into, you know, like from passion to profit. Like one of, one of my clients is Jay Shetty. He has a $40 course called From Passion to Profit, right? Like I, I literally see everyone Twitter saying like their whole message is about quit your job and go follow your dream. You know, like take, take your expertise and go make content on YouTube, right? Same thing. Like take your, uh, teach that. Like it's literally one of the most flooded marketing message i see out there <laughs> okay so why why you why should i choose you over the other million people that are saying the same thing hmm. i mean i have um i think it's a good question like People ask me this before as well. Um, and what do you usually answer? <laughs> and th- don't tell me the whole like, you know, there, there's like some brainwashing going on in this industry where people are like, oh, just because other people are doing it doesn't mean you like that's a marketing tactic 
made up by these people up here <laughs> so that they can sell you. Like the people that have already made it, right? The, the ones that are doing $10 million launches like Murray Forleo, you know, these people like Dean Graziosi and Russell Brunson and Justin Welsh and those, all those people, they've, they've already made it, right? Yeah. And they, so they need to somehow sell this shit, right? <laughs> it's like, that's why I said it's like a big pyramid scheme. Like now they need to sell this. So what they're doing is, okay, in order to sell this, I need other people to quit their job and do the do do what I'm doing, right? So what they do, and then they have all the same problems. So what 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 they came up with this this tagline? Like I've been doing this for 20 years now, you know what I mean? So I know all the all the marketing messages that they use. So if if somebody's like, oh, but there's so many people out there that do the same thing I do, and and the mess the the can answer that you're gonna get. It's like, yeah, but you're gonna do it your way. You're unique. You're special, right? Or you know, like you know that like there's enough. There's there. That's a scarcity mindset. Like you have. To, there's a bun, There's plenty of people. It's a you need an abundance mind. Like I know all the canned answers that everyone gives, but those are just answers that they came up with so that they can sell you their product. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? So that that doesn't necessarily mean that's true. Like not all hundred thousand people are gonna like. Maybe 10% of those people are going to be successful in that thing. But most people are not. What, what I want from you is I want you to be able to build a tangible business that people actually want and they buy and you can actually grow this business, right? Not like a pipe dream. Yeah. So that's why I'm, I'm really, really drilling down and asking you. Um, like, and here's another thing. Like, when you when you sell something like a lot of uh, people in this industry like to do vague kind of marketing like oh I'm gonna help you you know like like Murray Forleo's tagline is what like or now it's different but back then it used to be like um, you know get you you can get anything you want or like what you know like do what make money doing what you love or something like those type of messages mm-hmm. messaging um, th- that's very broad. Right, so like, how how am I gonna measure that? Okay, so number one, how are you gonna measure that I'm actually make you know making good money? Yeah. And how are you gonna measure that that came from you? And then how are so how are you gonna measure that how 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 passionate I am about something? How do you? It's something that's kind of vague. It can't be measured, right? It just woo woo sounds nice, right? But then if I say I'm gonna get you to, I'm gonna help you grow ten thousand followers in thirty days, right? That's something measurable. Like I, you can you can see if it's done or not done. That's why those businesses last longer, because did you did you deliver on your promise or not, right? But then those other businesses, it sounds nice, but people are like, I've I've already heard so many people say that, so I, I don't know if I trust you. <laughs> That's how it's gonna go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah, I I, I absolutely get what what you mean, right? Um. It's kind of, I think it's kind of... I would, like, I I think you should go into your personal life and think about what worked for you and what what was the breakthroughs that you've had, right? At at a granular level, you know? I think this is actually, like, very related to... um, one of the um, story that I've, you know, created along uh, the NON journey, right? Um, 
And I think this is a theme in my life that I want to build a business around this theme. And this theme is, this theme is collaboration or teamwork. Um, because, yeah, I'm going to share with you the story that I think really mm -hmm. changed my life. And that's why when it comes to, you know, the solution that I'm building, it's all about collaboration and, um, you know, mastermind. It's about helping each other to grow and get leverage. I think this is the whole theme. And that's why whatever that I'm building. How did that help you? Like, how did collaboration help you? Um, when was the moment you were like, like, I'm so glad I did that because, you know, it helped me this way, right? And I would even want to ask you, like, how did you grow your, your Twitter? Yeah. Maybe I share with you my story and why I think to me, like, collaboration is important. And that is why I'm building this thing. Um, this story happened five, five years ago. Um, in Hong Kong, we got a, a hiking race. It's called uh, Trail Walkers. And it's a 100 kilometer hike. And I never thought I want to do this. It's never on my bucket list. It's just one day when I was, uh, you know, working and I was working in a co-working space back then. And I saw an uncle, 60 years old, came back from the, uh, from the hike. And then he was like, nothing, right? He doesn't feel tired or anything. And then I was like, huh, seriously, is it that easy or, you know, that, that fun to join? And then he was trying to tease me like, wow, you're so young. Like you definitely should join. You should join with your colleagues because we're all very young, young, young people. Right. And then I was like, sure, why not? And then I take his challenge and I start forming the team with my colleagues. And then after three trainings with him, with my colleagues, they all quit. But I don't know, somehow I just feel so passionate and I want to do that because I already started and I started falling in love and I say, Hey, if you can do it, like you're 60 years old, right? Like I'm just like ha half of you, right? Less, less than half of you. Mm -hmm. So for sure I can do it. Then I decided to, because this game, it's a team game. It, we, we need four people in a team to complete this challenge. You cannot do it by yourself. Otherwise it, it will be very meaningless because you need four names to sign up. And then at the end, once you complete all the four certificates will be exactly the same with all the, if with all four names in it. So then I checked my phone and I was thinking, huh, who shall I call to, to do this crazy thing with me? Because 100 kilometer, right? It's, it's, it's not, a normal person wouldn't do that. So then I called three guys and they all said yes to me, like on the phone. Then I was like, oh my God, I really need to do this now because <laughs> they all said yes, right? So then because they don't know each other, so every, we, we decided to train every Saturday. And we don't even know if we get the uh, get the uh, chance to participate because many people want to compete in this race. So since March, we uh, we practice every week, literally every week. And I have to show up because they don't know each other, right? So I was the weakest one, but then because I keep showing up, showing up, now I'm not the the weakest one anyway. So we all um, it's really like one team, one heartbeat kind of, kind of saying, right. Mm -hmm. And along the way we face so many challenges, like each of us, we got some sort of problems, but I think mm -hmm. it is because only because we are doing it as a team. Otherwise I'm sure I cannot make it because exactly two weeks before the challenge, uh, the, the, the hike, I got sick. 
like big sickness, big illness. And I was actually taking antibiotics. And the doctor told me like, you definitely should not go for the hike, right? Because you're so sick. But I was like, I cannot because I cannot let my teammates down. And I've been training for nine months and we all rely on each other, right? And yeah, they, I, I cannot give up on them and I'm sure they won't give up on me. So even when I was taking antibiotics on the competition day itself, like I decided to just go all in. Yeah. <laughs> That's so much better of a... Because I read that story before, but the way you told it now is so much better version of it. <laughs> because now you realize like... Because before there was no real transformation, but now I think there's a clear transformation, which is like you realize the power of teams. You realize the power of accountability and, you know, like of, of depending on somebody else, you know, because before the story was all about you. I just pushed through it and I just did it. Okay. Right? But <laughs> do you understand what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that literally changed how I see life. Um. Oh my god, like So let's say can we apply that to when you quit your job and try went out on your own? Like was there a familiar moment there where you were like, okay, I like I also need a team or I need community or whatever. I need other people in order to do this too. Like was there a similar moment? Yeah, uh maybe I'll share growing Twitter. I, I think since young I'm always the odd one. Like, I don't feel connected with a lot of people. And, you know, like, it's, for me, I think it's very hard to find like-minded people, so to say. Mm -hmm. um, so when I, so, you know, like, first of all, like, being an entrepreneur, it's already a small group of people, right? Mm -hmm. And from this group of entrepreneurs, most people think they want to do things alone, right? Or they're, they think I can do everything by myself, right? Actually, including me. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. so although I have this, like, light bulb moments with the hiking when i quit my job um i kind of i, I kind of also think i can do everything by myself and then i burn out and then i burn out that was another big hit it's like actually i do have okay i started by myself and then someone wants to partner with me mm -hmm. actually it is a perfect collaboration because what he's good at mm -hmm. is exactly what i'm weak at but you know what i don't know why again i think it's a learning um, we work together for three months. We immediately get great results. But then you know what I told my partner? I said, um, I want to be the MVP. <laughs> I want to be the MVP in the team. And I feel that's like... That's also... Yeah. That same personality is what makes an entrepreneur, right? So it, it's kind of a... <laughs> you know, it, It's like a vicious cycle because the fact that we want to be... We want to be the one to make make the decisions. We want to be the one to put our ass on the line to fix this, fix this problem. Is what makes us quit our job and become an entrepreneur. <laughs> but it's also the same personality that makes us not want to, you know, like be part of a team. Also, right? <laughs> yes. So I think the the actually the the deep down limiting belief or the fear. Actually, I would say the word is fear. Is because he's really good at like sales, actually like closing sales, right? And I think I'm not, this is definitely not my strongest one, although I need to be mm -hmm. good at everything, right? If, if I want to mm -hmm. continue this journey. So we actually like work pretty well, like he immediately closed sales. I think the biggest fear is, what if one day you leave me? Mm -hmm. Then my business will be completely 
done, right? Because sales is one of the important element, right? Have you ever told this story in Night Owl Nation? Never. <laughs> okay. Have you ever told this story to anyone? Yes, I think so. I mean, personally, but I never actually like write in a post or something. Okay. This is the be- one of the best stories I've heard. What you just said is what you just said, where, oh, what if he leaves me? Like that fear is what, like that, every, every entrepreneur does, are like, no, I can do it all myself. That's, ex- if you go dig, dig deep down, that's actually what their worry is, but they would never out loud say it. Because they don't want to, you know, like, because that's vulnerable to say, right? It's not easy to say. Yeah. But anyway, cause, sorry, continue. Yeah, so yeah. I'm afraid one day he'll leave me and I'm done. That's why mm-hmm. I think I have invested a lot of money and a lot of time to be good at everything. Because I think I need to be good at everything. So mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of someone leaving me. It's so relatable. <laughs> <laughs> I can hire people. It doesn't matter. At least I know the skill, right? I can hire... I. Mm-hmm. If you're leaving you me, can control cool, it. Yeah. I can replace with another person, but I know how to do everything. So then I kick him away <laughs> and then I am alone again. And after three months, I just burn out. Mm. Um, so, I, and then this story kind of ends a little bit, but dot, 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 because um, I told myself I'm not quitting, but I'm just pausing the business because I'm sure I'm going to come back to this with a better business model or better idea, something like that. So then after a year, um, back then I was very focusing on Facebook and I don't want to play in that game because I think the market is so saturated. And then uh, interestingly, someone introduced me to Twitter and I was like, oh, interesting. And people are very nice on Twitter. The vibe is very different. Then I started to write on Twitter. Again, I did not write about coaching and sales or anything or monetization because I don't have a new... I don't have a product yet. I don't have an offer yet. I, and I don't want to write again what I've done, right? So I just write whatever I want. And as you asked me, like, why I started Twitter and how I grow, right? Is I was thinking, huh, I, I want to do this with some people, with, with some friends. So then I go on, back onto Facebook and, and also, like, WhatsApp. And I was asking, hey, who wants to do, like, a 30-day accountability challenge with me on Twitter. So every day I'm, I'm leading a group every day. We post a tweet and then we come back. We just engage with each other with, with the link. Right. And then after 30 days, we all can decide if you want to stay or you want to quit. It's fine, but at least you give yourself 30 days to, to have some fun with it. And I remember we start on the 1st of October and before that, because I'm new to Twitter and I've don't know, I've no idea what is, fast or slow in terms of audience growth because Mm -hmm. on facebook i never need to think of this thing right it's not about growing it's about closing clients so then i did a lot of research and i actually made like a whole notion document with all the strategies to grow my audience and so you did that for yourself or you did that for i did it for myself first and then i share with everybody but obviously not everybody wants to read it but i mean it's up to them so then each day i was posting tweets and then I think what, what I'm tweeting it's all about things I want to see for myself so I see it as a public journal for my future self to read or for my future kids to read this is my uh, intention right so I want to make sure I'm writing something good and then I think around on day 10 
um, I was, you know, on Twitter, you can keep finding and connecting and, and meet a lot of different people, right? Mm-hmm. And, and learn from them. Then I saw this account. Um, her account is all about building community. And I think, wow, she's like so smart. She just, she's only on Twitter for three months, July to October. And she grew to 3,000 followers, literally like 1,000 per month, right? Then I was like, wow, how should she? How did she do it? So I scroll all the way back from her first post and I try to understand what she did. And then again, I steal all the ideas and I know how she did it. Um, her, her idea is community. Uh, I'll just share like one really fascinating, one really fascinating idea is she always asks people to introduce themselves and then she will quote retweet it and say, you know, it's, it's like a shout, shout out and spotlighting her audience instead of spotlighting herself. I think this is so smart. And uh, I'm going to mention her name because actually since October, she completely disappeared. <laughs> her name is like Jessica and Jessica Chan. And then her community, she called it JC community because Jessica Chan, right? And I was like, oh my God, this is so lame. Like, how would you call the community your name, right? Mm-hmm. Um, unless you really think you're so big, so big, right? Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. on that day itself, I was thinking, wow, I really want to build a community as well, but I don't want to use it, my name, not Stephanie Lau's community or not SL community. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> so lame. So then mm-hmm. I come up with the idea again. I don't know how I pop up this word, but I think it kind of relates back to what I've been doing in the past, which is monetizing your expertise. Back then I used the word expertise. Then one day I was thinking, oh, how about the word superhuman? Number one, it is an identity. It is not about Stephanie, but it's about we're sharing. I want you to stop there. (laughs) I want you to stop right there because the best stuff that you've, the best stuff is everything that you set up to now. Everything that you're about to say now with the superhuman and all the business plan and all of that, let's put that on the shelf for now. Okay. okay? In your real everyday life, right? So, like, uh, when you did that, um, the 100K uh, race, right? Like, what role did you play in that team? Like, do you think those two, those people would have joined if it wasn't for you? They would not join. It's it's all because of me. Why? I I did ask them as well. Um, <laughs> they couldn't answer. I, I'm sure I have, I'm sure I say something on the phone that made them say yes. I don't remember what I've said, but definitely okay. they say yes on the phone. They did not even think about Have you had similar experiences in your life where you were trying to get people to buy into an idea or you're trying to get somebody to come to the birthday party or you're trying to get some, you know, like trying to plan a trip for a group? Like, is this like a recurring theme in your life? I think I'm quite good at starting something and organizing something. Like, I'm usually the one who take initiative to create mm-hmm. things it's yeah i seldom join if i ask your I friends things yeah yeah so if i talk to like a group of your friends and mm-hmm. i would i ask them what's stephanie's superpower like what right like I, what yeah what is she all about? What, what do you think they'll say um i think not not what you think but what do you think they'll yeah, say they will say 
I'm very approachable, very friendly, and I can connect people because I have a really good vibe and positivity. Uh, are you? Would you? Would you consider yourself a connector? Like, yeah. do you introduce people to each other? Um, do I introduce people to each other? I'm happy to, for sure, and I love connecting with people, and I love okay. doing things that we can win together. Okay. Sorry. So I want to go back to the story of so you're at day ten and you figure this out, and then how, how did that thirty day challenge go? What, what did the rest, the last twenty days look like? Okay, so since I come up with the superhuman idea, um, then I just you know change my bio and cover photo with the superhuman blah blah blah, and apart from the accountability group, I have I also initiate an engagement group on Twitter, and the okay. the concept is very different. Accountability is, is every day we we support each other, make sure we're posting. On engagement is I put the link there and I'm. Uh, expecting other people to interact, and I'll do the same. And I've seen okay. thousands of engagement groups. Uh, you know, everybody's like doing similar things like that. Anyways, mm -hmm. I, I like go engagement pods. Yeah, engagement yeah. pods. Correct. So, do they do that on like Telegram or something? Oh, it like, could like be in anywhere. It could be on. Uh, it could be on Twitter itself. Usually, you don't go on Twitter because you're afraid people are gonna ban you. Uh, Telegram, WhatsApp, Discord. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people are on Discord. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. Did that help you at all? I think. It, um, I think definitely it helped me, but I'm not gonna contribute a big percentage to. Okay. What about your accountability group? Um, okay. To be honest, if I really want to do something. I think I can do it by myself, but of course, with a group, I feel more excited to motivate others. Yeah. Today, did you see engagement within that group? Yeah, both. Like both. meaning, people that are in that group will come and like comment on each other's posts and things like that. Yeah, both. But definitely, I think because the accountability group, some of them are my friends. I know them like some time ago. But for the engagement group, I don't. We don't know each other. We just. Group together with the same goal, and then oh, let let's let's collaborate and get leveraged. Okay. Um, I think with the accountability group, actually, I feel like I benefit the most because it's same for the hike, right? Because since I initiate this, I need to show up. Just the hike, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The three of them they don't know each other, so I'm a show up every time. And same for the accountability because I created this this stuff. So mm -hmm. I have to tweet every day. Mm -hmm. And so then I can loudly inspire you guys and motivate you guys. Hey, have you done your part? So mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. I'm actually the biggest winner here, mm -hmm. kind of. But of course, like everyone's going to How many people did that challenge? Oh, uh, we have seven show? people. And how many of them stayed through the whole thing? Um, okay. So some people kind of miss a few days, and then after thirty days, four of us decided to continue. But if you ask mm -hmm. me today, only I'm continuing. After the thirty days? No, after thirty days, then four of us we continue. I think we have continued mm -hmm. for maybe a month or two. Then okay. some two. But before for the yeah. 
For the 30 days, all seven people were in it? Yeah. Were they engaging with each other? Kind of. Uh, I think 80-90%, yes. And did you guys get to know each other? Do you, were they, like, did you guys get to know each other if they were strangers? Um, I think back then, back then, the idea is not really to know each other, but it's just to hold each other accountable. So I don't even got it. Yeah, we don't. We didn't even hop on a call to to discuss ideas. But after the thirty days with the four people left, including me, we had two calls. I think one call per month. So mm-hmm. kind of sharing ideas on, hey, I think this works or that didn't work. So it becomes like a mastermind. But after two months, because two of them are not really wanting to continue or, you know, a couple of days and they'll post one time, then the group kind of dies down. Got it. Okay. And then can you, you want to... Yeah. Oh, now let's go back. Uh, this uh, sorry, maybe before you share these things, um, I also want to share um, when I was working in Mind Valley after I, I, I quit, I still have like really good relationship with some of the uh, colleagues. So we formed a mastermind group. And I think that also helped me a lot. So in that mastermind group, again, four of us, we meet every week. Oh, we meet every week for, I think, a good two, three years every week um i would suggest you to to me it's it's so crystal clear the next step in your business is to expand that mastermind group where you really need to find like-minded people get them into a group and just meet on zoom every week do you understand what i mean and then just keep growing that, growing that, growing that, growing that, right? Yeah. And then even do a 30-day challenge within that group, right? So then every week you, you kind of share struggles, blah, blah, blah. And what's going to happen is within that group, as they're doing that, like you don't need like engagement pods. You don't need to like have apps. You don't need like this Slack Discord channel. Like you don't need any of that. What you need is you just meet once a week in that group and you do a 30-day challenge and say, hey, uh, use superhuman 30 day challenge hashtag and just go post right and then and then every week you talk about that or share struggles and, and what's going to happen is they're going to start following each other yeah and they're st- they're going to start commenting each other's posts they're going to start engaging with each other's posts and and then they're going to start becoming friends with each other and then at a certain point this is going to take a life of its own do you understand what i mean i think i'm kind of i just of feel like i'm kind of doing this I'm kind of doing this. You need to go in, all in on that. You need to go all in on growing this organic community first. And then turn this into a product. Not like try to... Because right now what you're doing is you're artificially creating a product. And then you're trying to get people to buy into it, right? Yeah. Like what needs to happen is it needs to organically grow. And then eventually... it. And then, you know, you monetize that. Do you understand what I mean? And it, it doesn't have to be done on Discord. Like, I, I t- up to a certain point, I just think you should do it on just whatever platform. If it's Twitter, on Twitter, and then just do a Zoom. And then get more, more people in, more people in, more people in, right? Yeah. 
you know, actually, it, it comes back to the shelf thing. So, mm-hmm. as I mentioned, right, I don't know what is the offer I want to do. But I realize everybody wants to meet a lot of people, right? Because I chat with people and everybody wants to connect more. So, my actually first product is a two-hour superhumans networking party. Mm-hmm. And it goes pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So keep doing that. And, and yeah, now, now I, I'm, I'm just, putting it into a monthly subscription, including the party. Yeah, but do you, have a, do you guys meet weekly on Zoom? I feel like in the beginning, you, like right now, I just feel like you're not at the stage where you should think about productizing it yet. I feel like you, you need to organically grow community first. And then... Like, once you have, like, once these people are already engaging with each other, they, once, once it's a real community already, then uh, you can productize it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I think. Because, like, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've been in so many different social media uh, platforms before, and I've seen other people, how they do it. And, th- like, that's kind of how, like, what you were talking about is accountability. I didn't have an accountability group in, when I started on Instagram. But usually what happens is on Instagram, you start following like-minded people and they start following you. And I'm I'm on Twitter now and the same thing is happening on Twitter. There's going to be some people that are like they love your content. You like their content and you start engaging with each other. And organically this this and then like somebody else like starts chiming in in that thread. And it's like, okay, like now you meet a friend of a friend through through this guy. And then it just starts organically growing like that. Right. And then before you know it, you already have a community. Like it's not an official community, but you have a community of people that are talking to you you or talking to each other almost on a daily basis. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you can just translate that to, you know, and then you can. So what I really like is I like the idea of doing that 30 day challenge again and again. And again, and keep doing that challenge over. Like even maybe what you can do is you can create a lead magnet, like a yeah. Maybe you can create I, a landing I, page where you say I already have it. It's a but it's not thirty days. So it's then, a five day playbook. But that's different. That that's a lead magnet purely for the sake of collecting email. Like this <laughs> is more of a lead mag lead magnet to actually build a community, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> you. Lead back that, and then and then maybe you send out an email like here are all the Twitter accounts that are on this, you know, in our in our challenge. Go follow each other if if somebody's like, but you have to do it very like, you know how like you are very controlling about I need to learn everything I need to control everything. You can't grow a community like that. Like that's that's the that's actually the mistake that I made. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because the more you control, the less it's gonna grow. You you kind of almost have to like let them do whatever they want. You you got you gotta have like vague kind of goals and and like processes, and then you kind of have to let them do it, and then it'll just start growing like wildfire. Do you know what I mean? What the the role that you're really pr- pr- playing? I I would almost like think of it like this. By the way, this is your story. Like you you joined that. Uh, you joined that that 100k thing and you were like very moved by it and you 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 realized that the power of like you know team or you know 
accountability or depending on each other, right? But then like in business, you went back to the same thing. You're like, I don't want to depend on anyone. I'm going to do everything myself, right? <laughs> and then that's why you kind of like, you, 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 you know, you, that's why that didn't work out with your co-founder or whatever yeah. it is. And then eventually when you started growing Twitter, you, you were inspired by that person who was also collaborating and you, and then which reminded you of like why that thing was successful, right? Mm. That hundred K thing was successful because it, it kept you accountable. The, the other people, depending on you kept you accountable. So you try to kind of apply the same thing with that 30 day challenge. Right. And it worked, right? Yeah. It, that's enough. Now the next step is you just got to expand that because essentially what you're trying to do is you're trying to replicate that hundred K thing here. Yes. So and maybe, maybe the next step for you to do is like, so you replicated that here by doing the 30 day challenge with seven people, right? Here you did a race with four people and you did it here. You did a 30 day, 30 day challenge with seven people. And you say you even did a mastermind group with four people and you, 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 you did a Zoom call every week. Your next step is now, now create like three, four groups like that. Create, where those people... You mean I should create a couple groups like this? Kind of like small group, like how we have small groups. So now get all your members, those 60, 30 people, right? And then create like six, seven groups like that of maybe four people each and have them meet every week on their own right? Like on Zoom or whatever, mm -hmm. kind of like what you did with your, ma I'm asking you to do exactly what you did with your mastermind group. And then I personally will participate in each group. No, you participate in one of them, but everybody else participates in their own group. Do you understand what I mean? Okay. So I'm, I belong to one group only, but I inspire them to also form their own groups. Yeah. And then, and then see how that works, right? But that, that's all within the umbrella. So essentially what's happening is here, you are part of that team. But I'm sure there's some sort of association or group that was putting together that whole thing, right? Yeah. Now you're becoming that. You're becoming the one that, you know what I mean? So, so each, each people are going to form their own team. Do you understand me? The next, but next step, that's what the next step is. Next step is you're trying to create a community of other people who can create team of force so that they can hold each other accountable. Mm. Okay. I, I definitely want to do this, but now I already started, right? I mean, I started with mm -hmm. a free group and a paid group. Mm -hmm. I definitely can add this element into the pay group. I think because I kind of need to do No, you should never add anything like right now is the time where you have to remove stuff. <laughs> Okay, maybe like, I, you really need to get one thing up and running and done. And like this one thing is like a well-oiled machine. It's perfectly working. Everybody loves it. And it's you're getting one, once one, that one thing is successful, then you can start adding on other stuff. But right now, just getting one thing like, like, you know, for a night out, like, like the only thing right now I'm trying to do is get the small groups working and, and get the you know, and people to show up on Sunday service. That's all I'm really focused on, right? You know how hard that is? Yeah. Do you know how hard that is? That's, it's impossibly hard. So this is what, what you're trying to do is not an easy thing. Even, like, 
you you want to do this and this and this all this other element just doing one of those things is so hard enough that even if you put 100% of your effort into that yeah it's still going to be hard can you kind of inspire so me what what to take away <laughs> i really think that you should only do the engagement thing i th- i think you should do the thing that's going to help people uh grow their twitter community because there's no way and i i see some people out there that are kind of the old you right like i see some people on twitter i see some people on instagram that's like oh i don't need to network it with anyone i'm gonna grow this thing by myself i'm just gonna every day i'm gonna post content i don't need to engage with other people i don't need to follow and uh, like you know be involved with other people i'm just gonna post and ghost post and ghost like mm. i see a lot of people like that right or even if even when they engage they're not really engaging they're like ah oh. like they're just in they're they're like automating it or they're like they're creating it to robotic thing right but that's not how it works right if you go to twitter if you go to any social media within that platform there are these neighborhoods okay and when you form little clicks within that neighborhood where okay i know that person i know that person and that person knows me right and then you move up in that neighborhood right so first i i'm i'm in this um kind of network of 15 20 people that i know on twitter that are kind of like low level creators but then I move up. Now I, I, I network with some of the higher level creator and then I move up again and then I move up again. And then now I'm friends with like, you know, Dan Coe, Justin Welsh and those guys, right? The, like, and this is how you grow. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And this is how your business grows too. But there are a lot of people starting out that think that like, I don't, oh, I'm an introvert. I'm a, I'm my own, like I, they sit in their silo and they're like, my work will speak for itself. And they don't they don't want to make friends, right? So what happens is they don't grow, and then and then even after even if they make friends and they get to a couple thousand followers or even ten thousand followers, they don't understand there's next level of friends that you have to make yeah. to get to a hundred thousand. And then once you get to a hundred thousand, there's a next level of friends that have to make. There there's no like no man's island in this business. Do you know what I mean? You, without the collaboration, without the support of other people, 100%. you're not gonna get there. Yeah. And what you're doing is you're teaching people how to do that. You have to teach people how to do that. You have to show people how to do that because you've done it already once. And while you keep doing it, you, I mean, I, like to, to give you an idea, like to put it simply, like what you're doing is you're teaching people how to make friends, basically, <laughs> on social media. Yeah. And, and but, I actually so, with you, you need to, people need to meet weekly. That that really really helped, like like on Zoom, right? It really helped better than whatever texting. Yeah, so don't try to invent products and ideas and services that you haven't tried yourself. What I want you to do is just do the things that work for you, and then make incremental changes. What a lot of people are like, oh, this worked for me, so I'm going to automate it. <laughs> Not knowing that if they they did that again, there's going to be another problem, another problem, another problem. And when you automate things too soon, when you scale things too soon, then all your problems also are scaling with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, and, and one thing you haven't even realized that like that as you, once your community gets to like a couple hundred people, now there's going to be also drama within it. Yeah. Where some this person hates this person, and, so you gotta <laughs> learn how to fix that too. Like, grow slowly. Do you know what I mean? Just by adding one little thing, 
like don't try to like uh boom 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 like don't try to plan these things out because i can guarantee you whatever you plan <laughs> like you're gonna get squashed like a bug because that that's how universe works like you can't you know it's it's kind of like we all had a plan until covid happened and boom <laughs> like the universe was like oh yeah you have a plan <laughs> right that's what's gonna happen in your business no no plan is gonna, like you really need to make incremental tweak tweak okay okay that didn't work okay let me, next time let me try this okay oh uh, when it's like four people oh uh, like f- for example when i first started small groups is we started out with 10 people yeah and we quickly realized that that doesn't work so we we scaled it down to six people because one time like some of the members didn't show up and we realized that when it was six people it was much more intimate and it was better so we were like okay six people and then and then we and then on the next round, we had all these leaders that couldn't keep their group. Like people, the members kept leaving their group, right? So we figure, okay, we need to do some, uh, we need to do some like um, filtering, so that like, okay, now the small group leaders they need to be able to. The way we test small group leaders is they have to be able to find two members and jo- to join their group, because the, the type of personality of the people, like you found two people to join your running group, right? Mm. Like the type of people that have that personality are natural leaders already. Do you understand? I mean, that's what we found out. Do you think so we, I, we, I should be the leader, or I invite members to be leaders and form their teams? Well, first you're the leader, right? And then you maybe you help these people kind of like when they ask you questions. But at some point, you need to train leaders, right? So you have to show people how to lead, right? But I mean. Right now, I don't think you should plan anything. I, I think you should just look at the what's, what is the thing that's worked for you? And it, from, from what you're saying, it sounds like the accountability group, the mastermind thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, that works for me, know, right? Like, yeah. yeah, in the past, yeah. yeah, for sure. Actually networking within Twitter, right? Yeah. Like there are already things that work for you, yeah. right? So now next thing is how can I help other people also utilize this, right? That's it. And then do that. And then let's say you got 30 people to kind of like use the same method that you use or somehow you, you, you facilitate that. And, and now it's working for 30 people, right? Then, then next is like, okay, during that time, let's say you do that for the next couple months. During that time, you're also going to learn things. You're like, oh, yeah. okay, actually this doesn't work, but this really works well. And then now you apply that on the next couple months, right? And then, and then and while it's growing. And it's just going to, you really have to organically let it grow like that. I, I think. Rather uh, than trying to plan out the next six months. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I think for now what I could do, like, I, I think it's like a really good tip. I think what I can do now, it's for all the people in the free group, I'm going to do like a 30-day challenge. Do you think 30 days is too long for people? I, I think. Staying consistent is one of the biggest thing I see on Twitter. Like everybody wants to do 10 things at the same time. <laughs> yeah, like you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, originally I want to do even more things. I already narrowed it down. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I've, I haven't done the 30-day challenge, but it's, what do you think? Do you think the 30-day was too much? If I run a very, very small group, I can keep pinging each person right but if i'm running a community it's like um every day i just write a prompt message right and of course i'll engage but i wouldn't really 
hey son like five more minutes it'll be the next day like make sure you're commenting make sure you're responding right i don't think i would do that you don't have to do that well all you gotta do is like because you have their emails right yeah so you just say okay here's day one you know if you don't have any idea here are some here are some ideas that a trick inspire you or something like that and just set up a 30-day email, right? So that every day they'll get an email, right? And then once you finish the 30-day challenge, like start another challenge, right? A start another 30-day challenge, right? challenge. A different challenge. No, the same one. Okay. But get new people in there. Okay. So once they finish the 30-day challenge, they're already kind of bought in, right? So now they're part of your community and they're already engaging with each other. Like, it's... It's not working unless there are people within your community that are already... Like, there are people within Night Owl Nation that I don't even know who they are, but they're friends with each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, like, commenting. I did ask what is the biggest value. They all said I've made a lot of great friends inside my community. Oh, okay. So then that's already happening. Yeah. So, like, just keep keep encouraging that and keep keep... Yeah, I guess not right now you need, you really need to figure out like uh I mean for me it sounds like your real selling point is accountability. Number one like and it fits with your story so much, mm, right? Yeah. Starting from I would have never done this 100k challenge and I actually would have given up, but I I knew that these two people were counting on me. So that's what kept me going, right? Yes. And then when I started my business, um I realized that I'm a control freak. I want to I want to control everything. So I, I that's why I didn't want help from anyone. But I also realized from back in those days from the running the race, I knew how important it is. That's why you started this 30-day challenge of accountability, right? Yes. And then and then what that's like you can't I always say this, you can't write a better story than the truth. You can't create a better business plan than what's already there. Like your your message already is like okay you need accountability because we know you're not going to do it for yourself i already know you're not going to do it for yourself you think you're the shit you think you're, you're like oh i, I want to be the mvp like I, I can do this all by myself i don't need anybody like but then that's not how you grow in twitter like in, to grow in twitter to grow in instagram and all those things what needs to happen is you have to get in that neighborhood and you have to make friends with it. And those friends are going to introduce to other friends. And those people are going to introduce. And that's how you grow social media. And then once you get to a certain size, people in that industry, let's say you're in the, let's say you're a life coach, right? Let's say you're a yoga teacher. There's a yoga teacher community, mm -hmm. right? Let's say you made, made friends with 10 people there. And you're, you guys are like doing that. And then, and then you grow, you grow. And that, like now those people are going to start finding you, right? But in order to do that, you have to be consistent and you have to do that. You have to, you know, you have to keep showing up and you have to engage and you have to actually make friends and then you go to the next level. And at a certain point, now you're kind of known in that yoga world, in the Twitter yoga world, Twitter life coach world, Twitter fitness world, Twitter marketing world. Like there's this world within Twitter, right? So you kind of get known in that and then that's how you grow. Now, the reason why people don't do that is because number one, they don't have they don't have accountability, so they quit. <laughs> so that that's kind of the biggest thing, like you said. And number two is like 
because they're trying to do it all on their own. They're not actually building a community. Yeah. Right? So the, the way you can facilitate that is to help them form like form groups based on interest or whatever it is. Have them do the exact same thing you, that worked for you. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't. So, maybe um, this is what I'm thinking. Maybe in the uh, free group, I can do like a 30-day challenge. And then for the paid group, because they pay, right? I will do a weekly mastermind call. What do you think? Yeah, maybe what you can do is you, can, in the paid group, you have the you do the mastermind call, and then have them create their own team with the people from the free group. Mm, so their task is to find because four I, members. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like the reason why you did it with the four people is because it's not like somebody told you to do it. Yeah. No. You know, you were you were inspired to do it on your own, and so you kind of have to give the members some sort of a freedom, some sort of a responsibility, right? If you're like, "Oh, hey, do it this, do this," like that's not gonna work as well as, "Hey, let's say there, let's say there's a life coach in your group, right?" He's like, "Hey, why don't you start a life coach group within our community, so that other life coach can join your group, and now that person's leading that." Now that person is going to take responsibility for it because they created the group. Yeah. Right. You didn't. You didn't like force them to do anything. They did it on their own. So they're gonna take the responsibility to join. Yeah. And then, like, if you want the community to really grow, you you have to more and more give people ownership. Yeah. Right. Hey, why don't you come up with the idea for different content? content ideas and just send it to your group every week you know something like that right so you got to find a way for like what i realized what i realized at night out when i first started is that i was trying to control everything i was like no they got to do this they gotta i think this. i'm they still a control freak <laughs> oh my god <laughs> no i am too but little by little i'm letting go what i'm starting to realize is i just i just said oh you want to start club oh just go start a so i i had Somebody wanted to start a club. So, uh, yeah, then just go do it. Like, so they created the space, they created the prompts, and they created the Zoom link. Every week they're meeting, and it's, it's like now there's like 40 people in it that I didn't get involved at all. So the really way to grow a community, way to lead, is by helping, getting them to lead themselves, by giving them the ownership. Because... A lot of us, a lot of people do this, right? Oh, yeah, I'm going to give you ownership. You, you be in charge of that, okay? But then what they do is like, but come check, with, check in with me when you have your plan, <laughs> right? Like, if you're going to let them lead, let them lead. Give them ownership. Let them make mistakes. Let them fail and let them fix it. Like, do you understand what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and then if there's really a problem, then at, at some point you might have to go in and fix it. But let them make those failures. Make let them make because it's it's really the only way they're gonna take enough ownership to take action. Yeah. So let's say in the pay group, if they don't want to create the accountability group, fine. That's okay yeah. too. Like you you're gonna have to start accepting the fact that not everybody's gonna like. There's there's like about nine hundred thousand people in Night Owl Nation, and less than two hundred of them are in a small group. Right. More than like 400 people, like almost half the people that join Night Owl Nation, they pay $5 a month every month 
and they've never attended small group. They've never attended Sunday service. They might just come in once in a while to watch one video. Like the level of commitment they want is up to them, right? Yeah, yeah. Some people join a join a gym New Year's, and they might go to the gym five times the whole year, yet they're paying every. Some people might uh, join Netflix and literally use it once to watch Squid Games and then never use it again and just keep paying seven dollars every month. It's up to them, you know. But we can't. What you're hoping for is to eventually get them inspired enough when 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 they see that okay. We have 30 people, only 10 people are doing it, but these 10 people are thriving, right? When the other 20 people see that, they're going to be inspired to want to be like, oh, shit, maybe I should get more involved, right? Mm. You can't lead people by force. The only thing you can do is you can show by action and then let them be inspired. Yeah, so for example, I, I run like a group with the paid and then every week I just post a picture. Oh, I'm with the Superhumans Mastermind group, right? And then, hey, mm-hmm. you, uh, I want to inspire you guys to form your own group as well, just like what I did, right? So kind of mm-hmm. lead by actually... Lead by example. Yeah, lead by example. Yeah. Yeah. Lead by example. And then also, <clears throat> those people are going to lead... Like, those people are going to start talking about it. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm, let's say somebody formed their own group, Right? And they're like, oh, in my group, like, uh, there are four people in my group, and they've all grew a thousand followers in the last, you know, last sixty days. And people are gonna see that, and they're gonna be like, oh shit, yeah. And that's gonna inspire them. Maybe I should lead my own group. And and somebody's gonna talk about, you know, like leading my own group is the best thing I've done because I would have quit this thirty day challenge a long time ago, but because there's four people depending on me, that kept me going. And because I was consistent with it, my crew, Twitter grew this much. Right, those are all inspiring stories. Like the reason why, if you look at our small groups, there's people in there who, in the beginning, told us, and I just kept to- told them to post it. And then, like some people post, just kept posting every day on TikTok, and literally, in the beginning, they would get like twenty people, twenty views, fifty views, like nothing. Suddenly, but those same people are now at like forty thousand followers, right? So, and then other new members now see that. And they're like, oh, I want to be like her. So they want to join her small group, right? And this is these these are the kind of things that are going to start happening. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely will. Uh, you know, um, yeah. another thing is, you know, whenever I try to get people to tell stories, be like, hey, you got to do this to tell a story, blah, 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 blah. Like nobody wants to do the assignment. Nobody wants to do anything, right? And then all of a sudden on Instagram, I'll post a story. I'll write a story myself. And I'll post a story. Like, I posted a story for Mother's Day. I post this other story. about, And I, I'll post a good story. And when I do that, people read that and they get inspired. They're like, oh, I want to write a story like that. And then they start doing the assignment. <laughs> do you understand what I mean? So really the best way to lead, to best way to inspire is by just doing an amazing job yourself. Yes. And people will see that and they'll want to replicate it. You know? I'm curious, like, uh, I just recently changed my um, cover and my tagline is superhumans win by playing together. How do you like it? I like it. I mean, I, I like the, I, I personally, I don't think tagline matters at all. Like. But that's the theme. Like, okay. let me ask you this: You know, like, who who is somebody you really admire on Twitter? 
Um, like somebody really, really successful. I acquired the guy. The uh, acquired the guy called J.K. Molina. You know him? Who? J.K. Molina. Who? J.K. Molina. Okay, what's his tagline? Like ain't likes ain't cash. Huh? Likes ain't cash. Likes does not equal cash. Okay. So, do you think the reason why he's successful is because of his tagline? Like, how much of his success do you think comes from that tagline? I think it's like, uh, what if he didn't have a tagline at all? I think he's really. Do you think he'll still strong, be successful? He's really strong with this theme. So, most of the posts that he created, at the end, the moral is like ain't cash. Yeah, the moral. I understand. Yeah. But let's say, let's say that tagline wasn't there. He did everything else exactly the same. But he didn't have a tagline. Uh, let me okay name another creator. Okay, maybe that's not a good example. Maybe. Like, do you, you do you like Oprah? Like, what's the tagline for Mind Valley? <laughs> uh, Mind Valley. I don't think they have a tagline, but they have, there's a theme. What's the tagline for Jay Shetty? What's the tagline for Tony Robbins? What's the tagline for Oprah? What's the tagline tech, tech for Doctor Phil? Like you, like people think that taglines are so important. People think that their brand story is so important, but it literally doesn't matter at all. You just have to be good at what you do, and you just have to deliver. Mm. The tagline really, really, really doesn't matter at all. Nobody's buying you from you because of a tagline. Nobody's buying you because of a logo. Nobody's buying you because of some name. They're buying from you because you're proving that you you can make this happen. You're, you're giving them good stuff. You're giving them, you know what I mean? You're providing value. You know what? Like, That's why they buy you. Them. You really inspire me in one thing. Because um, I did run a five-day challenge before. Uh, I mean, in, in the current community, I run a, a, before I open it up, like maybe one month ago, I ran a challenge before. Uh, and then it's about, you know, like doing like comments, right? Because, um, yeah, comment basically, like 15-minute commenting. And, like engaging. Yeah, yeah. engaging. And... Again, I've run two times. The first time I did not participate. I was just facilitating, right? So each day I just write a prompt and then they engage. But you know what? I think I'm most excited and I think it gives better result when I am one of them also playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're showing them what it... Yeah. You're showing them how it should be done. Yeah. Again, you know, because today I'm very lazy. I, I don't do much engagement. Mm. And I think, hey, I should create challenges that is, I'm going to be selfish. I'm going to create challenges that is benefit for me. And if you want to join, cool, you're going to benefit as well. But no matter what, yeah. I'm going to benefit first. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Like, oh my God, yeah. If, it, if you're not doing it for selfish, like there are so many people that are out there. Oh, I just want to help people. I just want to, you know, be like, I just want to help the world. Or this is my mission to like, you know what? All those people quit. All those people a few months into it. They not only quit, but they start growing resentment. They're like, I'm doing all of this for them. They don't even appreciate it. At all. <laughs> like they, Those people actually start to grow resentment. because Why? Because deep inside, they weren't being selfish. Right? Mm-hmm. Like Deep inside, if there's something that you're not getting something out of it, <laughs> at some point, you're going to be like, why, that, why am I doing this? Yeah. Like These people don't appreciate me. <laughs> like Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. So, it has to be attached to some sort of a selfishness. Like, I have to get something out of it, Interesting. too. Interesting. Yes, yes, yes. 
or first and foremost, I have to get something out of it. Yeah. And then secondly, primary has to be selfish and then secondary has to be selfless. That's the real kind of selfless. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to do it myself. Yeah, so at least I'm benefiting, right? I, I don't care if yeah. you continue for 30 days or just two days, right? And I also think that you should constantly focus, rather than trying to like plan out how this is going to look like six months more now or something like that, what you should is look back and try to identify what worked for you. Mm-hmm. And then try to find out like what are, what's like a little tweak I can make so that other people can do this. Sorry, you know today I, mean? I think six months before, like last year, November, what I did, that works. No, no, no. In your entire life, what what has worked for you? Like, so for example, you told me that the one of the one of the things that really really struck me is when you said you formed a mastermind group with four of your old colleagues from Mind Valley, and you that you did that for two years, and you just met every week on Zoom, right? And that really helps you, right? That means that's gonna help other people too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. So. That has to be like, and then you said the thirty day challenge helped you, because, you know, it, it kept you accountable, right? Yeah. So that means it's gonna work for other people too. Like, think about all the things that work for you. You know, in the beginning, I I went I I tried to create create my courses. You know how I created the course, is I'm like I'm going out and researching how other people create the course. Oh, people say I'll do this. Like you have to do it. Like, and then I, I'm basically teaching the course almost as how other people te- teach it. Right? They're like, oh, this is the proper way to do it. This is the proper. So, uh, this is how you have to grow Instagram. So I was just like taking other people's advice and putting into the course, right? Mm. And then I was like, and then it flopped. That's not. While I was doing it, I was like, but that's not how what I did. That's not how I did it, right? So I started going class. I, I started teaching Monday Masterclass where I just showed them what I did, and then like I would go in there and I would look at uh, like I would show them exactly what I'm doing. Oh, this is how I edit my my text. I'm like live showing them on a screen recording. This is how I edit. Oh, uh, and this is how I when I design. I, I'm I'm there. So so I I thought that that was so messy. I'm like everybody's gonna hate this, right? Those were the, like I actually went in. I, I screen shared my phone and I, I showed them the DMs that I sent to people. Like you see how I sent. Like I, I showed them how how I spent um, like a year trying to connect with Crystal. <laughs> like DM all the DMs that I've been sending him over the months and all the, and then like how he finally replied to me and how he, finally he started following back and finally we got on IG live. Like but how that whole process took two years. And I showed them the DMs, the, like, you know what I mean? I, so I showed them exactly how I did it. Yeah. And the way I did it was messy. But those were the stuff they, like, if you go to um, Circle and Night Owl Nation, and if you go to uh, Monday Masterclass, go all the way to the beginning, look at, look at these videos, uh, Engagement Strategy. And then there's also one called Design. It's like in the first few weeks. Mm-hmm. Those, were, those two were the most popular ones. That, that I've ever had. And to me, those were the two messiest ones. Because I was just screen, sharing my screen and showing them what I do. Right. <laughs> Almost like behind the scenes, right? And that's what people love the most. And that's that's the thing that 
that's the thing that even today people are like, you know, I go back and watch that every month. Wow. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. So, and even today's conversation, you know what the, the best parts were? Like, out of everything that you told me, the best parts were the, the ones where you just told me what you did. Like, for example, oh, I went back, I went to this pers- uh, uh, JC community and I scroll all the way down and I did, like, yeah. those are the best, those are the gold. So don't, a lot of times when we teach, like, I, I think what we try to do is we try to become a, a professor or we try to become this, like, we try to do it, follow the proper way to do things. Uh, this is the proper way to write a paper. This is the proper way to teach a class. Like, this is the proper way to form a community, right? But the thing that's going to work... like a shortcut, right? Because, you know, I've done the work and you don't need to do what I've done. Yeah. So <laughs> the best thing is to just show them exactly how you did it. And sometimes the way you did it might be wrong. Like, I did a a sales sales class on it's called no sales sales framework <laughs> and i show them exactly how i sell and the way i sell like how i get clients and i close like is i've never seen anyone else sell the way i sell or at least like that's not how people teach it's very different than what most people teach but this worked for me so i taught it and then people loved it oh where can i find it so <laughs> it's also a monday master class okay no sales. monday master okay. If you go to the old, if you go scroll down to the old Monday Masterclass, you know how like now Monday Masterclass is just kind of a Q&A like hot seat. But back then, I used to actually teach. But then I like it was taking too long. So I stopped. So I, I want you to just imagine that just try something, see what works, share it and just tweak it, tweak it like I want you to make t- tiny little incremental changes as you go on, on the stuff that's already worked for you. Mm. Because if I try to plan out how Night Out Nation would look like a year from, like a year ago, which is when I started a year ago, Night Out Nation today looks like I couldn't even imagine this <laughs> a year ago. Right. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, didn't, I wasn't even thinking small groups. Like, what's a small... I, I, you know what I mean? I wasn't <laughs> thinking any of this. It, it, it all just evolved by trial and error. Oh, that worked. That, and it's, you have to be super patient. Even now, I see all these problems, right? All these issues. And we're just fixing it one by one. Okay, oh, that's happening? Oh, let's try this. Oh, that didn't work? Oh, then, then let's try this. Oh, but this worked. Oh, let's, let's try that, right? And... And also really letting the community drive it. Like, let the community tell you what they want, mm. you know? Cool. Yeah, I think I'm absolutely on the right direction, but I think you definitely inspired me to to do the a longer challenge and also like a weekly meetup. I, I think that's going to be a game changer. Yeah, those two things work for you. And it's testing, it's proof, tried and... It's like tried and true or whatever it's tested because it's worked for you yeah. and you know how you know that it's worked for you you know how to do it because you've done it and you just have to show other people how to do it and by the way i think this you basically told your brand story in this call it's it's like your brand story starts out you know 
like I, I'm, I'm such a control freak, right? And when, when I bring about, brought in a business partner, it didn't work out because I didn't, I didn't want to depend on that person. What if he leaves, right? Blah, blah, blah. Like tell that part of the story because that's that vulnerable. When you say that, everyone's going to be like, oh my gosh, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm not letting anybody help me because I don't want to depend on anyone, right? And even people that are not entrepreneurs are going to, even people that hasn't had business partner are going to resonate because they're like that with relationship. They're afraid to get into relationship because I don't want this person to leave me. You know what I mean? So that is going to resonate. And then when you do that, and then you're like, uh, kind of like, uh, I can do everything by myself, right? Until you remind, you went back in the past and, and reminded you of that time when you were in that 100K challenge mm-hmm. and how that you actually needed to depend on other people, right? Like, at that time, it was like, oh, I can do everything by myself. That I would have definitely quit. But the fact that those people were dependent on me is the reason why, even though I was sick as a dog, I still did it, right? And that's when, on Twitter, you decided to do the 30-day challenge. And that worked, right? Oh, yeah. That kept you accountable, right? I never and missed so, a day of tweeting since 1st of October. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then how, like, doing the mastermind group showing on, on the Zuko that work, right? And which is why which is why I know that this is the biggest problem. Like if you're like me, where you're like number one, I can do it all by myself. And number two, you're not consistent and you keep giving up and things. Like right? even show, show the graph. I, I did this one post where I'm like, okay, this is what I was doing. It's like uh quit. Uh quit uh quit when if i just stuck with one i'll be up here right now right so i show the difference between the two graph like what you're doing is this when you should have been when you should be up here and the reason why is because you keep giving up right every new year's you start and then you give up new year's again you give up and you start and that's why people can't lose weight they can't get get healthy they can't grow instagram whatever it is right and just show them you are doing the same thing until that you 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 remember how you stuck through that 100k challenge yeah and that's why you you did the you you decided to depend on other people i decided to build a community so I, so you know so they can depend on me and i can depend on them and that's what the superhuman is all about not like finding your passion and taking your superpower and like that's the most cliche story <laughs> right <laughs> That's a, that's what every entrepreneur says, right? At the core, what makes you different is that you have you have kept people accountable and people have kept you accountable and you've learned and you've even went through that how it doesn't work when you when you're when you're an island, when you try to do everything by yourself. It works when there are people other people to depend on and people to depend on you. And that's what you're really creating. You're, you're, you're creating accountability, dependability, and that's what that community is all about. Mm. Right? Because, you know, I always tell this story. Like, you know, a lot of people that I know, a lot of designers that I know, a lot of copywriters that I know, they always meet their clients' deadline. They always go over and beyond. They'll stay up all night to meet their clients' deadline. But they'll miss their own block. <laughs> They're like, oh, I'll do my own mine next week. Right? And that's because we're more accountable to others than we are accountable to ourselves. Yeah. Right? This is why you need a... And that's, that's what your community should really be about. 
in my opinion, because you've experienced it yourself and mm. you know it worked for you. Mm. Good, good, good. So my yeah, my my, <laughs> core, my my core value it's it's yeah it's it's about like togetherness. Yeah, I, I keep going back to that hundred k thing. That that is like a key story. Like it's yeah, you need community. Like here's here's what I would say if I were to rule it now. No man is an island. Like you've heard that saying before, right? Have you heard that phrase no, before? No man is. No man is an island. It means like you can't do anything by yourself, mm. right? Like, or, or you, you heard the proverb like that says, you know, if you want to go far, go together, yeah. right? If you want to go fast, go alone. Yes, yes, if you yes. want to go far, go together, yeah. right? And growing Twitter, growing business is going far. It's not going fast. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Yes. It's like it's a hundred k marathon. Yes. That's what that's what business is. Yes. Right? So you can't do that alone. You have to. You're not trying to go fast. You're trying to go far. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? And you can't do that alone because yeah. you have to be consistent. So no man is an island. And for you, working in a team, working in a you know like a group, working in a, like a community, has helped you keep other like keep other people like to you know depend on it's actually okay maybe this is like i used to think i can do everything by myself like but now you you understand that you know when you're in a community other people keep you depend like they they depend on you and you depend on them and keeping each other depending on each other is what pushes you forward is is what make, keeps you consistent is what you know but the hero's journey story is perfect because you used to think you can do it all by yourself, yeah. right? Until you you realize you can't, right? Yeah. And now you're actually trying to. So now what you need to do is you need to go out and go find all those people. All your Twitter content, all the content that you put out there, has to be all about that. Like, hey, like this is what I used to do. Like, and give an example. Like one example you gave is like. I didn't want to bring on a business partner because I didn't want to depend on that person. Like, what if that partner leaves, right? Yeah. Like, when I had a business partner that was good in sales, I, I actually got worried because what if he leaves, right? And so I, I learned how to do everything myself, right? When you tell those stories, there's going to be other people that are like, oh my gosh, that's how I am, right? Yeah. And once they say that, that's your audience. That's your customer. <laughs> do you get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whoever is saying I can do everything by myself, that's your customer. <laughs> okay. I think a lot of people think okay. that. I definitely can uh, can break the myth. Yeah, but nobody's saying that, right? Nobody's going around. Everybody's preaching the hero story. It's like, uh, you can't do everything by yourself. Join a community. Like you have you have to do the blah 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 blah. But nobody's going around saying that. You know what? Like I'm the type of person that you know used to always say I can do everything by myself, right? Like nobody talks about the vulnerable side, yeah. right? But it's when you share the vulnerable side, that's when people are gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, that's I'm doing that too." You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now, every, all the dots are connected.
Yeah, you, you already had everything already. All, all you needed to do was look back and connect the dots. Yeah. Instead of like trying to create new dots in the yeah. future. Exactly. Right? <laughs> humans is about, you know, like whatever the whatever movie you're watching, like all these superhumans, they, they come in a team. The powers is to come. Not <laughs> really. Yeah, actually. Uh, well, I mean, nowadays, nowadays they do. But if you look at the old ones, like the old Superman, <laughs> old Batman, right? It's just me, me, me. It's right? not, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, maybe. That's which is actually okay. <laughs> because that's how you are, right? Like, deep down inside, you are, you are like, a, oh, I can do everything by myself. I'm a superhuman. I can do all by myself. But then what you're trying to do is like you're actually trying to prove yourself wrong. Like that's what makes the story so good. Like the reason why I always say I have the highest ego. I, I, the reason why I talk about all the mistakes that I made, all the bad things that I did, like as embarrassing as it is, the reason why I talk about it is because I know that that's how I am. And I need to admit that first in order for me to fix it. If I put on this mask, I'm like, oh, I love community. I love this. I like... If I keep doing that, uh, like, oh, I'm, I'm like, here's one good example. One of the story that I say is when one of my, my first employees quit, like two years after working with him, the one line he said to me that really like hurt me where as soon as he said it, I started crying. Wow. And that was, son, I realized that you're never going to let me make decisions. I was like you. Do you understand what I mean? But when I first started that, I was I'm like, I'm a cool boss. I'm not a tyrant. I'm like, you know, like I used to have the boss that says, it's my way or the highway. No, you do it my way, right? Yeah. Like, I hate it. I didn't want to be that guy, right? I want to be the cool boss, right? I want to be the open-minded. I listen to your ideas. That's what I wanted to be, right? But you're actually... But actually, deep inside, I... Yeah. Deep inside, I was control freak, you know? So when as soon as he said, son, I realized you're never going to let me make decisions. It just broke my heart, right? Because deep inside, I knew it was true. Do you understand what I mean? The reason why I tell that story as embarrassing as it is, is because it's, I know that there are people out there like that. That when they hear that, they're going to be like, oh, shit, like, I'm like that too. And I, I'm like that too, and maybe I'm doing that. And maybe that's why I'm not succeeding. Mm. Do you understand yeah. what I mean? Something like that, yeah. Well, love it, love it, love it. Wow. Thank you so much, so much. Oh my gosh, it's been two hours. <laughs> Holy shit. Cool. Wonderful chat. Yeah. I, I think you the best thing that came out of here is your story. Like everything that you said about your story was amazing. I, I, so. I know the story somehow connects. It's just yeah. It's just missing a little connection there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, I, mean, I look forward to so uh, hearing your that. story. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for being with us. Thanks. I know it's late there, so have a great night. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I, I hope <laughs> everybody cheers. is was... learning something here, <laughs> not just me. I hope so, too. <laughs> All right. I'm sure everybody's listening going like, oh, shit, I'm a control freak, too. Yeah. So maybe you'll get a <laughs> lot of members joining. Awesome. Okay, good night, everyone. Bye-bye. See you next week. Cheers. Bye.